Everybody and welcome to episode 42 of the Ringside Report. My name is Lexicon, and joining me as always, my co-host Lee. Lee, how you doing tonight? Good. 42. 42. Yes. Oh, that's a fuck of 42. <laughs> we got a lot uh, to talk yeah. about. Tonight. Lots and lots and lots to talk about. Uh, well, maybe not a lot to talk about, but I think we're going to have quite a bit to say on the things we do have to talk about. So. Um, First off, how you doing, man? We took last week off. How was your Thanksgiving? You guys, uh, do you guys celebrate with the family and and all that good stuff, or you just kind of keep it low key? Uh, work was a factor in that, you know. Uh, so I was busy there, but I was up. We had to go to my in. Uh, well, not my father-in-law. He passed away last year, but my brother-in-law and then my parents' house. It was just a long day, and I was tired. I was just tired. So kids were restless and you know but I'm good, I'm good now you know I've, I've had some rest the last couple of days and I'm gonna have a little bit more rest today so I'm good good you know well I mean I think you've said it on the air before you're not you're not much for holidays or whatever and I know that you like to eat healthy um, so I'm sure you don't uh, overeat like most of us do on Thanksgiving so it's probably not that big of a deal to you right no I had um I had a, a lot of times, you know, for the holidays, it's mostly for the family, for the children. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, it's just, it's for them. Right. But I can, I'm okay either way. You know, I, working in retail so long, they kind of strip you of your, you know, you get desensitized to it. Because when the holidays come, it's like, oh my gosh, crazy people. But, uh, you know, I mean, it was, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. See, I'm thankful. And, uh, you know, as far as, you know, eating and everything, I, I, I had a, uh, I get on you about your burgers and stuff, you joke and stuff, but I had a bottle or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. I back a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, see, I've worked at GameStop now for uh, five, nearly six years. And, like, I, I don't know what it is, but I've never been scheduled on Black Friday. I don't know what kind of luck I have. I know I, I asked for it off a couple times, which is like a big no-no, but they gave it to me anyway. Uh, but I, I was I was sure I was going to have to work this year because there's really no excuse for me not to work. Uh, but my manager, for some reason, I was the only one of the people that were actually available to work. I was the only one that wasn't scheduled for Black Friday, so that was awesome. Um, I dodged a bullet there. I did have to work the night after that, so Saturday night. Which, you know, it was busy, but it wasn't, it probably wasn't nearly as bad as Black Friday was. So that was cool. Uh, Thanksgiving was actually kind of a disappointment for me this year. Because I love to eat. And um, usually we go to, you know, when you're, mar- when you're married, sometimes you got to hit up the in-laws. And maybe parents are divorced, so you got to hit up three different families on one holiday or whatever. Uh, and, and usually I get a lot of food to eat. This time we only went to one family's uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, the food was good. The food was okay. Can't complain. But w- everybody was so cramped together at that table. 
I, like, I couldn't eat comfortably. Like, I, I have, I guess I have, like, space issues. You gotta give me my space. I can't go knee to knee with people under the table and shit. I can't do that. So I'm trying to eat and, you know, I'm, okay. and, uh, you know, there's this person that I barely know. I, I barely know. I've met this person maybe four or five times, if that. And I'm touching knees with them, trying to enjoy my mashed potatoes. I can't do it. I can't enjoy my mashed potatoes when I'm touching knees. Why are you so damn picky? Why are you so damn picky? Oh my gosh. Just can't do it. Can't do it. And then, I, of course, my, my son's over here on my right side, so I'm trying to, you know, he's trying to grab turkey off the tray with his hands and all this junk and trying to grab knives. And it wasn't a very good uh, Thanksgiving, so. Uh, I, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It could have been a lot worse. Because at my other family's place, I heard, you know, someone blew up at each other and, you know, they almost had a fist fight. So I'm glad I wasn't there, but still, you know, touching knees. So the worst, of your, the, worst, the worst of your problems was uh, bumping knees with someone while you were trying to eat your mashed potatoes. You make it, you make it sound so like a, like a simple problem. <laughs> it's not a simple problem. When I'm touching knees with someone and I'm trying to eat my turkey and trying to, you know, make a sandwich roll or something, just, uh, can't do it. Can't do it. So... Wait, last well, last time we talked, last time we talked, did I, I told you I, I didn't tell you about uh, the Twilight experience, did I? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll wait. I'll wait till you finish, and I gotta tell you something oh, no, no, about go ahead. that. Go ahead, Twilight Away. I know okay. my wife is going to see it with one of her friends tomorrow. So, go ahead. Uh, what's your Twilight I, experience? I actually went to go see it with my wife because she wanted to see it so bad, and that shit was good. So we get to the theater, it's packed. It's a couple of hundred people in the theater. And uh, we were like in a huge theater. So, you know, we get there and um, it's the perfect seats. And I'm real picky about my seat in the theater. Like, I'll never sit all the way up front. I just will get my money back if I'm that close. I'll never sit that close. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know the seats where you got to like look up at the screen? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Your, your neck is hurt after and then you got this huge yeah, headache. Yeah, I'll never do that. I'll, and it's got to be stadium seat if I'm sitting in the back. Because you always get in front of some behind someone who's like twice your size. So anyway, we get this seat and uh, we get these seats and they were the perfect seats. And my wife's like, are you okay with these seats? And I'm like, I ain't moving, right? So, uh, you know, like when you get to the theaters and it's real crowded, no one wants to sit next to a person they don't know. So, you know, you keep seats in between each other, right? So, like, two minutes before the lady start, this older lady, these two older ladies come in, and they're like, excuse me, can you guys just go ahead and move down, because it's four of us. My wife's like, I was so proud of her, I was so proud. She was like, I, I don't want to move, I'm fine where I'm at. I was like, yes, 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 <laughs> I was so damn happy, right? So they sat there for a minute, then they got up and walked away. Nice. And uh, I was like, you know, because if it's that big of a deal for you to sit a certain place, whatever, you know it's a big group, be the first ones there, but don't try to get somebody to move you know what i'm saying i mean but anyway the movie was decent i ain't gonna lie it was like uh, it had a little twist ended to it that was like uh <laughs> i was very surprised at how this movie was 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 done so i was like uh it, it was decent are you a connoisseur of twilight i don't have a problem with it i don't have a problem with it. I, I like uh i've always been a big vampire movie person and i don't have a problem with uh with that <laughs> You know, I, I like uh, you know, back in the day, back when I was in high school, the uh, what was the big one? It was um, Interview with the Vampire. That was a big one. Yeah, and, you know, Lost Boys. Of course, when I was growing up, Lost Boys. And, There's such a difference, you know, though. 
there's such a difference with those movies and this movie. Like, those movies all have their edge, right? This one's kind of like, you know, the, the vampire part is more of the backdrop, and the love story is, like, at the forefront. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like uh, Walking Dead. Walking Dead, the zombies are the yeah. backdrop, and survival is the. The thing with this is though is that it's a, uh, I mean, this last one was so action packed and gruesome at parts at times that it kind of made up for it. It was definitely. <laughs> Glitterfist is, is threatening to turn off the show if you continue with your, your Twilight. Love. Uh, I, I don't care. She's probably seen it twice. <laughs> Real talk on this show. Like we said, we'll say what we want. Unfortunately, that's not always... Uh... Yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm not all for the whole taking away all the weaknesses and all that shit. But when you listen to uh, the whole backstory behind how that all was done was kind of, you know, interesting. Like, what they pretty much did was they said... uh these are all things what we pretty much said was like the creator was like when she wrote it or whatever was like all that stuff was pretty much myth like the sunlight and all that other stuff was myth that the vampires had uh put out there into society to protect themselves so if they had people believe that vampires couldn't come out during the day and if they were if they were burn up in sunlight and all that stuff then they were able to go out during the day and not be detected because no one, you know, people would be like, Well, they can't be a vampire, they're out during the day, shit like that. So, right. it's myths and stuff through the years they put out and all this. You know, it's interesting how it is. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, like I said, the last one was pretty decent. If it was whatever, I'd have been like, Oh, that shit was whatever. I probably wouldn't even bring it up, but it was pretty decent, though. Yeah, Tom's right, Buffy. Uh, Buffy, did. and the thing was, I remember going when I was little. Because uh, I was so into vampires that I begged to go see that Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Because I didn't care. I just wanted to see vampires. And it was just not what I wanted. You know, it was a comedy. And I was like, you know, I wanted to see fucking vampires and shit. And when the TV show came on, I was like, ah, this stupid shit. And I watched it. And I was like, stop playing. You know, this shit is good. Oh, well, see, so, the, the TV show, I can't stand. But the movie, as a kid, I watched that like hundreds and hundreds of times. <laughs> Like, I had a couple of movies sitting off to the side, and I'd pop it in the VCR. It's like RoboCop and, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But you watch Buffy, and we're talking about the movie here from the early 90s. You watch Buffy. She's got a hell of a spinning back fist. All right? Yeah, Buffy the shit. shit Check that shit out. She's got a hell of a spinning back fist. And uh, not to mention, you know, you got the... uh, Was Sutherland in it and... um, uh, fucking Ben Affleck's in that, and all the crazy shit that goes on. That's a good well. In the TV show, it got real graphic, like especially towards the end. Like they showed a sex scene where like Buffy was fucking Spike, and the the, the house was falling down around them while it was happening. Like walls and shit was collapsing. Yeah, and you know she can't, she really can't be hurt. Then there was one scene where she was invisible, and someone walks into the room, and you can see Spike. I mean, I'm sorry, Spike. You see, uh. That's all my mind is. You can see Spike mounted up, like, in the air. Oh. But you couldn't see what he was mounted up on because, you know, she was invisible. And, uh, you know, he was getting it on and shit. So that's the stuff they got to get away with on TV, you know. It was a cool show. Buffy was off the hook, though. You got to go back and watch it. No, thanks. That's on my wish list for this year. I can get all the seasons every tight. You need to get Netflix is what you need to do. 
Uh, you know why I won't get it? Because I will get it and then won't watch it. That's not true. You'll get it. I will. Like I, no, I will get it and then I won't. I I, I won't have time to watch it. It'll just be a waste. It's for the whole family, though. Got Whatever. Yeah, I got something else that was supposed to be for uh, my quote-unquote family, and that's pretty much just sitting there, isn't it, Lex? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll have you know. I'll have you know that I've watched quite a bit, and I I even recommended you watch something. Man Up 2007. Gotta watch. Well, it. I will see this. You know, but you know what? I haven't watched a damn thing, and <laughs> it has been like two months. But I'll say this: it's like. You know, I I'll sit up there and be like, "Oh, I gotta have this. I gotta have this. I gotta have this." So I'm I'm really evaluating now. Like I'm taking my time, and I'm like, "Okay, do I really need this?" Right. You know. Absolutely. Well, that's so the thing. We don't need cheap. anything. You know, we don't need. Prime example. I'll give you an example. Like you're right. You're right. We don't need any of it. Like for example, uh, January's coming, and like right now, you know, I, I don't have any money now, but I'll end up probably coming across some cash or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like. And uh, we're going to see ROH in, on the 5th, right? And they always have these damn DVDs or shirts or something, man. And, I, and I, the whole way there, I'll be like, I ain't getting nothing. I ain't getting nothing. I ain't getting nothing. And then I'll get there, and I'll end up getting something. You know? And Well, they got some really cool shirts coming up. They got the new Honor Lives t-shirt and hoodie. Um, they've got... Like the last hoodie. I want the new one. I'm not buying them. I'm not buying them. <laughs> yeah, I bought the other. But they also, uh, their final battle t-shirt, which I'm sure they'll have there, uh, is the the Steen um, Generico, you know, face fusion thing. That that looks awesome. I I think I might buy that. And I never, I hardly ever buy apparel. I think the last time I bought a shirt was two years ago from ROH. And that's another thing. You had a chance to get apparel and get additional discount and stuff, and none of that happened. No, no, I actually... Okay, Black, let's talk about Black Friday now. You know, we're almost 20 minutes into the show. Black Friday is something that I normally don't do, but I uh, I did pick up a few games because it's a really good price. I got WWE 13 for 25 bucks. Uh, I got a couple of other games. One one other one that would just came out last month, 25 bucks. So I got three games for 60 dollars. Those are all Christmas gifts for myself, of course. And uh, I got another game too. But do you do Black Friday at all? Does your wife do Black Friday? Hell, the fuck no! Yeah, I worked at Walmart for years and had to be working on Black Friday. Got you know, seen everything. There's no way in hell I'm going to stand in line. <laughs> My father tried to get me to stand in line this year. We were there Thanksgiving. He was like, you know, rah, 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 you teach Greg and Best Buy, and you try to hit up three stores and. I sat on that couch and closed my eyes, and every time he tapped and shook me, I pretend like I was asleep. <laughs> Just until he went out that door, and I got my shit, and I left. Went home. I was not standing out there on no fucking place. It's people who are out there for a week in advance. I'm not going to do Black Friday. Now, you know, I've gotten stuff on Black Friday, but it's like when I worked at Walmart, it was like, you know, we weren't supposed to do it, but shit that I would hide and then pay for before the night was over. Right, right. But there's no, because I mean, you can get some good deals. But yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you, some of that stuff you get on Black Friday, like some of it is junk. Well, I, 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 I stay away from the junk. All right, I do. I stay away from the junk. The they have, they have Black Friday at. I mean, were they, were they good deals at your job? At my job, in my opinion, they, they hardly ever have any good deals. So I kind of just, I, 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 I avoid my job. So. 
I think I did go in there on Black Friday and looked around, but they had, you know, shit. And they're always, like, their deals are always $5 more than, like, Walmart's deals, so don't worry about it. As far as Walmart... Are the lines real long? In the morning, they are, but when I went in there, you know, there was... I, I went in probably 4 o'clock, 4.30. And then Black Friday's over when, by the time you got there. Oh, I, that's the thing, though. Like, I'll go Black Friday shopping in the afternoon when there's... There might not be, like, a whole, a whole lot of selection there, but there's... Like, Walmart was okay. We got in line, and we were out in 10 minutes, maybe. So... You know, it's not huh? What time did you go to Walmart? Walmart, we went probably two thirty, three o'clock in the afternoon. Wait a minute. Oh, okay, okay. On See, Black Friday, yeah. See, that's because all the sales are over. The big ones. But but there well maybe like the the doorbusters, quote unquote. Like you get a TV for a hundred bucks. But we have TVs. We don't need TVs. Oh, we don't want TVs. I should say. You know, I I mm-hmm. I, I wanted these games, so I was like, okay. Well, and the cool thing about it though. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this. Now here's here's Lex being smart. I went on Walmart.com and I looked up WWE 13, and they had the sale price on the website, and they had the option to pick it up in store. So I ordered it from the comfort of my hosting chair right here, and uh, they saved it for me. I went in probably three four hours later, went all the way to the back where their their pickup service is. Grabbed it. Shop the. They had it right there for me. Bam. It surprises me that people still don't know that. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like as long as I've been knowing, you know, while working in retail stuff, there's people who still don't know that you can buy the stuff and get it, you know, sent to the store, and that way you don't have to pay shipping and handling. Well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you have to know it, exactly what you want. Basically, like you can't waste your time looking through the website because if I would have done that four hours later. You know, it probably wouldn't have been there for me to That's say. if you got the website to work. Did it work for you? Sure, because half the time their website don't work. <laughs> their website is actually a lot more user-friendly than, than other websites that I've had to use. There's some websites that just fucking... Like Home Depot's website and shit. I've had to use that a lot lately. It's so unfriendly. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I got it perfectly fine. And I have WWE 13 now. So, that was pretty damn cool. And then I went to Walmart. I knew you won't get that game. I knew you won't get it. No, I was going to get it. I wasn't going to buy it on release, so I wasn't going to pay full price for it. I got it. It retails for fifty nine ninety nine. I got it for 25 bucks. So that's more than half off right there. It's not bad. Not bad at all. I'll run, I'll run through Attitude Era mode and relive my childhood and all that stuff. It probably won't be the best game ever, that's for sure. Um, but, uh, hey, Jake from uh, Jobber Radio has joined us in the chat. Um, I just want to say, What's I, really, up, Jake? I really like their show. It's a really good show. I uh, listened yeah. to it this past week. Um, I think it I think it might have been taped a couple weeks ago, because what they were saying was kind of, uh, uh, the continuity wasn't there, if you will. I don't know exactly what that means, but I'm just saying, it sounded like it was taped a couple of weeks ago. But, uh, yeah, they. I know that Jake was excited that uh, at the prospect of us talking CZW, I don't think we're going to get to that um, before the year is over, but we'll definitely try to get it in next, next year, early next year, and talk about not only CZW but a bunch of other stuff because I know there's a, a ton of other stuff out there. It's just a matter of um, 
you know, get, uh, getting ourselves freed up to watch this other stuff. Because I know, Lee, you have a potential business deal in line that may free you up a little bit more to, to watch this kind of stuff. So hopefully we can get it done. Yeah. If not, you know. Should be good. You know, d don't stop listen to, listening to us because I know that Lee will uh, praise Adam Cole any chance that he gets. I know you've been I've been, I've been feeling Adam Cole lately. <laughs> Remember when I couldn't stand him? Remember when I hated him? Yeah, absolutely. You you hated him, and I think the hatred was geared towards his tights. Honestly. No, you know, it was not, because he looked like a co-worker, remember? Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, the co-worker syndrome. I can't, like I said, I can't blame you for that. I still don't like his tights. Don't like his tights <laughs> and don't like his music. Well, but he can wrestle and he can cut a promo. But I don't wearing, like his tights and I don't like his music. He's not wearing the neon green tights with the white boots anymore. He's wearing the doesn't matter. He's got that palm tree in the back. And it doesn't. <laughs> no. He's a, he's a Panama City playboy, right? Oh, it makes no sense. And he comes out like... No, no. I can't, I can't give it to music. Uh, he needs something more aggressive. You know, something that's like, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Music. I mean, he's been kicking dudes in the back of the head and shit. He can't be coming out with that old Beach Boy shit. I like that mu I, I like that music a lot. Whatever, you like anything I don't like. You've been very contrary lately. <laughs> that's awesome. I don't know how no, you it's like not. Awesome. I don't know. I don't understand how you don't like that. And then when it gets into the to the lyrics too, and the guy, like, hey, baby, it's fantastic. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> this dude got his mouth busted open. That shit should have ended a long time ago. If they turn him here when he's still rocking that, something's seriously wrong. <laughs> yeah, get off the stove. Just like Tom says. Get off the stove. And uh, that was Future Shock's theme, too. God, stop! <laughs> I got I'm so damn it. stupid. Look, I ain't for your shit, Glitter Fist. <laughs> well, I want to see any of those pictures of these fucking manicured men and shit up in the chat. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <sighs> you ever grow a, a good mustache, Lee? Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm not a mustache guy either. Took me forever to get... Uh, uh, fucking mustache. I think I got it like my first year of college. Always had hair on my ass though. I have one of those snidely whiplash mustaches where it's real thin. Like a... I got one that side that grows thick and the other side grows thin. <laughs> uh, but I do have a beastly beard like old uh, like old either uh, Daniel Bryan or Cassius Ono. How do you eat all that food you eat when you got all that <laughs> hair covering your mouth? You know, I know that shit gets stuck in there, like pizza sauce and shit all up in there. And... You know, from time to time, occasionally. But the the worst thing to eat with this beard is syrup. And waffles. Just it, it, 
Yes, no Stanley what. is better with this. You said waffles. What the? Ew, ew that's so damn gross. Well, like the, the, the fucking syrup gets yeah, all up in there. It, it, like a little drop of syrup will get in there and it just sticks the whole beard together. <laughs> dude, two fucking bugs flying. <laughs> I keep it. Uh, you know, I, 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 you got like a Santa Claus beard or something? Like, I got a. Uh, serious. Like uh, Tom's chat. Look at that. That's that's my beard. It's got the hell no, hell no, or or like uh, like uh, Brian Danielson. I've seen your beard. I don't think that that has gotten that thick. And you know what you do too? You stick your chin out so you can make it look like it's no. more than what's really there. <laughs> no, I yes you do. You I make your taken a picture of my beard. I think since May, maybe. So it's gotten a little bit. It might not be as long as Cassie's. Okay. Oh, I know that shit's in the way. It's like food saved all up in there and shit. That's gotta be all. Oh. You gotta like shampoo that shit. And, like <laughs> yeah. conditioner, can put I, conditioner in there and all that. I have before, but I tell you, it doesn't. It doesn't change the consistency at all. How does one care for something like that? You know, I mean, it seems like a lot of work. I just put a pick, a mini fro pick, in in my beard. Stick it in there. Got it all the time. Oh, Mike Knox band. You got to play Mike Knox songs since you, since you, yeah. I don't know if I have. What do you say Mike, Mike Knox theme song sound like? It sound like what? <laughs> it sounds like. Do you that. remember? Yeah, I think I said something about uh, dishwashers fucking or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hardest fucking theme I've heard. That theme is so fucking hard. I don't know if it fit him, but that shit was just. Dude, I would like to hear that shit live. Because you know how loud they play that shit live? Like, you can't hear your thoughts. Yeah. When you, it's like... <laughs> you know they gave Sting that song and all the WWF... Uh, like, you know, they won't play Sting's Metallica theme when he was a heel. Uh -huh. So they gave him Mike Knox thing. So every time he comes out when he was a heel, when Sting comes out as a heel, he was uh, with the, when he was the world champion... He come out to Mike Knox thing. That shit was hard. Alright, let me see here. There it goes. There's, it's going through the cycle. The that's, dishwasher. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Uh, I, I, you know what I do have, <laughs> and this is fantastic. Uh, I was looking for themes on on Spotify uh, the other day. I was actually looking for Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme. I don't know why. I just wanted to listen to it, and I stumbled. Uh, uh, <laughs> I stumbled across something um, too good not to play on the air. So okay. These are, and, and Double A's done this before. I don't think he's played these ones, though. They're wrestling theme song covers. So these are not the ones from the WWE. These are, these are ones that someone uh, did independently. Like, okay, we're going we're gonna to make this CD of wrestling themes. We're going to put it out before the WWE does or whatever. But the, none of them are going to be actual, the actual theme. So let me play Shawn Michaels. Are you ready for the <laughs> uh Oh. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I got the looks. But right with the girls, why I got the moves. 
<laughs> Isn't that the greatest thing you've ever heard? That's, no, that's, that's fucking terrible. That shit is bad. It's oh like, my god. That's, it's like a, a Tom Jones impersonator. <laughs> Shawn Michaels song. It's fantastic. There's, that's almost as bad as the Rick Rude one in ECW. Oh, I that's love terrible. That. I love that. See, then you gonna get me contrary. Everything no, I say okay. I don't like, you like. You know you don't like that shit. It's no. like with the damn no, no, what, I, I, what I got, I got it mixed up with his uh, WCW theme. I love his WCW. Oh, okay, theme. yeah, I like that one. I like that one too. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's, let's see what else we got here. We got. Uh, how about some X Pac? Make some noise! Think you can tell us what to do? Yeah. Think you can tell us what to wear? Yeah. You think you're better? Yeah. You better get ready to bow to the master. Talking in a rate into something fool. I just got tired of doing what you told me to do, but that's a break, boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's a fucking mutant. He should be in the next X Men sequel. He's like Syphilis Man or some shit. Oh, I love Xbox. Oh, I can't. Stay. He, you know, he looks like he looks like uh. Something for fucking Lord of the Rings now. When you look at him, <laughs> he he's trying to hold on to that whole kid. style that he's been rocking since 1997. He was one of my favorites as a kid. Oh, whatever. He had that. He had that. Uh, that that different style. That that uh, you know that kind of MMA style, I guess. A what? What did you just call that? Well, he has. <laughs> like, he has. He does like the the Muay Thai kicks and the spin kicks and all that junk okay he ain't doing nothing different than you see anybody else do back then he was probably one of the few that was doing it i liked him in gwf back when he was in global but i mean i ain't gonna lie when he was uh no they brought him in he was doing a little baby bottle shit with razor ball one two three kid because he got a pen and he was cool when he first came but i mean come yeah, on now listen to this they, they murdered one of my favorite themes of all time so here's this we are the nation of domination. Nation of domination. Now, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a group of big, powerful black dudes saying nation of domination. It doesn't sound like fucking Freddy Krueger. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> exactly. I don't, oh, I don't understand it. I, I don't want... Some of these are okay, alright? I'm just playing like the worst of the worst here. Some of them are decent, um, but they 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 had some odd choices. Like they actually redid the Oddities song that the uh, ICP did. I won't play it just you know because I don't want to incite an ICP riot here. But uh, some of them are okay. Some of them like this are hilarious because they'll just start mumbling later in the song where someone would usually be speaking. Like this. You didn't know your ass better call somebody. Just starts mumbling and it trails oh off. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, we'll stop with that now. <laughs> but you can find those all on Spotify if you want. Oh, also, I found. Uh, if you're looking for them, 
Oh my gosh. Um, I also found, uh, remember when Stone Cold, like, you know, he, he hit it huge and then, like, a ton of different people started redoing his song? Well, I found the, uh, the song Hell Yeah, that's the Snoop Dogg and Dub C remix. Of what? Of who? Of what? Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Dub C. All up in here. <laughs> Bang. Bang. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. straight cheap, yeah. Cold of the nights, drunk these things on your dome. Hitting up my enemies, man, dog, and with a heart full of stone. Slam, bam, kicking your dough down. Go down, dirty, get low down. It's about to go down. Who ready for the showdown? Which one of y'all wanna be the first to get tossed in the tussle? Buckle, choked up on these muscles and taste these knuckles. Lost, I'm running them all. Ate us, I'm gunning them all. Tricks on the gunning them all. And I ain't got no love for none of y'all. I'm coming through like a roll cam. Giving it up with both hands. Slaughtering your whole. Open up the program, total chaos, none of your snake eyes, the king, none of you busters hurt me, I'm a G with no mercy. You don't remember that shit? I kind of do, and you better cut it out, you know, these folks don't like that type of music. <laughs> Those, these folks. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? What do you mean by these folks? Alright, let's watch it, boy. And then, the, now, now you got me thinking. Um. There was. That's, look at look at look at hardcore smart girl. What the fuck is this? <laughs> she listens to Kesha. <laughs> what do you say, racist? Yeah. Racist. <laughs> every show has bomber. All right, every show has a racist bomber. <laughs> and I'm racist against. I'm just racist against black people. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> hardcore smart girl is the whitest black girl you ever meet in your life. There was um, uh, Slick Rick did a song with The Rock. Uh, also, Wyclef Jean did a song with The Rock. Oh my gosh! You now know what? Play that. Where you find this? Where you finding this stuff? Uh, here, uh, where is it? Come on, come on, come on! No, I don't want Thundercats. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you uh, you be better off playing Thundercats. <laughs> they got they talk about hoes in that song. Here, here it is. You ready for this? Oh man, this is great. Yo, this is The Rock kicking it with the refugee camp, and you're about to smell what The Rock is cooking. Oh my god. Yo, 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 I got 50 Bentleys in the West Indies. It doesn't matter. I got a pocket full of cheese and a garden full of trees. It doesn't matter. I just won the bingo, bought a crib in Rio. It doesn't matter. Cause if you ain't sharing, people ain't caring. Come up in the hood and they take everything you wearing. Back in the days, it was all about the clubs. It's actually, it's actually not a bad song. But you know what? The shit got hard right there when you cut it off. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't feeling it at first, but when I got to that part right there, that was tight. <laughs> it's actually you cut it off on the best part. So far, thoughts used to dance the break for love. The girls, they wouldn't say hey, unless you bought the champagne like it was their birthday. Me, I used to stand outside, hustling my way, and I'm on the guest list for a five. Just performing the night, he said, Shabba, it's the lover that we leave you the selective. So, yeah, Disrespect him, sees the cats smacking your left ear. Light up like. See, it's it's a pretty good song. Oh yeah, that shit, that shit butter right there. I like that. That's tight. Except for, and there's even a they even did a music video with the rock and everything. So, go check that out on YouTube. I'm sure it's there. Now, see, now I want to go through this musical odyssey or whatever. You just now, now I want to hear uh, from Wyclef Jean. Uh, what was it? 
when he went solo, he did the the Saturday Night Fever remix. Yeah. Well, from his gone from November, gone to November. Uh, oh, that's a great song too. Yeah. These people. Are they got to November. They got to November. Right back there to the bathroom, right back there. <laughs> you take the things back there and charge up the batteries. Oh, good. I gotta find. Is it? Uh, I hear it is. I'm pretty sure this is it right here. We got the refugees, all stars, rubber dubbing in the club. Why Clef John? John Forte. Rockwell. I mean, the streets are getting a little crazy. Look at, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at here. Look at Shorty got back. Should I ask him for a dance? Hold on, there's too many in the wolf back. And besides, dirty cats talking to her. Buying her fake furs and taking her to the fever. Why does this cap ain't even it's been? She spent since Franklin's hit them halls with her friends. Material girl living in the material world. But it's alright, cause it's Saturday night. So Mr. Funk Master, pump the BGs. And all you college students playing Ouija's. Check the spelling R E F U G E. E, get the CD from Sam Goody. God, that is awesome. That, that shit was hard, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, you just throw everything down after that. Nothing can touch that. That's great. Oh, man. Did you see this blasphemous remark that was put into the chat by Jake? I thought you were Sacrilege. <laughs> okay, let's let's uh, hop into the uh, wrestling news here. Let's talk about everything. Let's not make, you know what? That one, that one you mentioned, that name you mentioned... In the chat, but that's Mr. I mean. Jake. That's we've, 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 I don't know if you know Mr. Jake, but we've been wad that man around here. He's been been wad. Okay, <laughs> we don't mention that name. But that's what I was going to lead off with, because uh, after our last show, and the rant that uh, yourself and many in the chat went on, uh, Matt Hardy got hurt. Who? I, I didn't hear that. Well, who? Who? I'm sorry. My, my oh, ears hurt. Who? Can we, okay. Hey, I will tell you this, that uh, Adam Cole facing himself at Final Battle. He's facing God. Can Just we, like Shawn Michaels showed up with God, that's who Adam Cole is going to be facing. Can we refer to at, him uh, as uh, Jeff's brother? Who? <laughs> who? Who's that? So he's Voldemorted too, huh? Who's that? I, I don't even know who those, who those people are. I, I, uh, hey, I, I don't know who that is. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know why you were mentioning that name or something around here. That's that's. I'm trying to think of some other. That's aliens. blasphemous. You know who he's gonna face? He's gonna face Ric Flair because everyone knows who's Ric Flair. He's God, 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 God. That's who Adam Cole is facing. That would be pretty at, sweet, actually, if he made a if he made Flair tap with the figure four. I'd rather see fucking Flair than to see whoever's supposed to. I'd rather see Flair than Benoit. Okay, I'm gonna, does not need to show up in final battle. I'm, I'm going through the I'm, I'm going to the lengths of finding Matt Hardy's aliases so I can uh, so I can Who? refer to him. Yeah, what, what are you saying? Every time you start talking, you're speaking English. Then you start going off speaking in tongues for a split second. I don't know who you're talking about. All right, so uh, High Voltage got hurt at uh, Extreme Rising. After, really? Uh, yeah, after after Luke Hawks just pushed him off the top rope, uh, I guess he started convulsing and uh, throwing up, or so. I, it, it was weird. Don't quote me on that. That's not you know 100% accurate. I just know that the dude got hurt, uh, but it was one of those things where 
<laughs> as soon as as soon as we posted it on the Ringside Report's Facebook page, which you can find by searching Ringside or the Ringside Report on Facebook, by the way. Um, after we post that, I know that you were you were like jumping up, dancing around your living room and shit, and you were you were pumped. But it seems that he will be okay for final battle. Ooh, high voltage. Yeah, high voltage. He'll be okay for final battle to face. Adam Cole, non-title match, by the way. I know I've seen <sighs> I've seen a lot of... Uh, What's the purpose of that? What's the purpose of that? You explain to me what the purpose of that is. I've explained it to you at least a dozen times on this show. It's to put Adam Cole over. It has nothing else to do. Matt Hardy's not staying in ROH. In fact, there was, a, there was a new story that broke that I guess the Hardy boys are going back to WWE next year. Or that's Ooh. what they're saying. The, oh, you mean the high voice of Nancy Drew? I remember those stories when I was in elementary no, school. No, I, I mean High Voltage and Willow the Wisp. They're going to oh, go okay. back to WWE next year, I guess. So he's not staying in ROH. This is simply to to get him in the building, to get booed, to put Cole over, and then it's done. That's it. So you say. So you say. I don't know. If you want to come up with some stipu- stipulation, if uh, if Matt Hardy wins that match. On our final show here on TWR Network, I'll do something crazy. I don't know what, but... Shave your beard. Shave your oh, shit off. Okay. Okay, fine. That's it. That's the deal. If, if, if Matt Hardy wins at final battle, and I'm talking wins, okay? If he pins Adam Cole, one, two, three, or makes him tap, I will shave my beard right here on the air on our final TWR Network show. Fucking right. There you go. That's, you I, better get the clippers ready, buddy. <laughs> Let, because Ric Flair is gonna Flair. is gonna make Adam Cole tap. <laughs> oh my god. Now I can't get the image of Ric Flair doing that hip swivel that he does before the figure four out of my head. Uh-huh. Okay, well, Jim Cornette is in the news. After Let's talk about that. Yeah. I want to hear your thoughts on that. Let me read this. Okay, this is very long, but I'm going to read it because you might not have heard it for some reason. Let me get a drink of water because, again, this is long here. Uh, let me warm up the pipes here. <clears throat> okay. Jim Cornette has stepped away from Ring of Honor for what is being termed a sabbatical within the company. This actually went down a few weeks ago following the final TV taping of the year in Pittsburgh, but since there were no shows scheduled until the 12-16 Final Battle I pay-per-view, no one one was completely sure. ROH officials noted earlier today that Cornette was taking a break from wrestling, and there was no timetable for him to return to his duties as executive producer of the Ring of Honor TV series. While there have been rumors for several weeks that he was done with the company, there has been absolutely no official indication that this is the case from ROH management. So basically, Jim Cornette, uh, a lot of people were saying, oh, he's no, he's no longer the booker. Well, him and Delirious shared booking duties. He was executive producer on the TV, so I'm sure that gave him final say on everything. Now he's completely out. He, he has nothing to do with Ring of Honor right now. The sabbatical pretty much means he's done. He's fired. You know why, don't you? Because he ran his mouth on that. Uh, <laughs> talking about the uh, pay-per-views. And everything went downhill as soon as he said that shit. Remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know you don't act like you don't remember, Lex. Because you linked me that that, uh, that that interview. And he said that shit like on a Wednesday. Come Friday. 
everything started turning. Now you got the Briscoes and Nigel in the ring cutting promos like this is like the new era in ROH. Yeah, that's what did it. Uh-huh. Jerry Springer got his ass out of there. Well, I'm gonna have a word off when we get there. I mean, we know what kind of guy Jim Cornette is. We know that he, you know, he ran around with with guys like Bill Watts and you know guys like uh, you know whoever you throw in the wash down in in the South. They're animated guys. That's how they are. You know, they they're gonna scream and yell at you. They'll probably hit you in the case of Santino, and. Uh, that's who Jim Cornette is. I don't think he's changed any. But so a good point was brought up in in the age of uh, wrestling today. That's not acceptable. You know, everybody's really PC nowadays. I mean, I I heard stories of Bill Watts pulling guns on people when he was running WCW. <laughs> that wouldn't fly nowadays. Oh, ever types of shit happened to WCW. Remember Sid stabbing on Anderson? <laughs> exactly. You know, scissor fights and all that crazy shit. But, you know, it's just not acceptable now. So, Jim Cornette basically blew up at the final TV tapings. He's cussing and yelling at people for things being wrong and this and that. Um, and I guess the, the locker room feeling, the, the morale is now up because of Jim Cornette being gone and, and, and Delirious being in full control. They said he was having fucking conniptions, Lex. Oh, yeah. He was threatening, he was threatening to hit... And harm and bring violence. But they should have known that shit because he he exactly. sent an email and said he was going to kill Vince Russo. Exactly. It's it's not that Jim Cornette is any different than he was. You know, it, he's a guy that he, he doesn't keep his uh, stress bottled up. It seems. You know, he kind of lets it out in any way that he feels fine with. And the thing is. Like, if they would have just let let him calm down or, you know, talk to him the next day or whatever, he probably would have been fine. You know, things roll off the shoulders or whatever. But, uh, I guess him and Koff had a meeting a couple days after saying, you know, hey, Jim, we don't think you should, uh, we don't think you should be running things right now. And I think Jim, uh, from what is said, he he was saying the same thing. He didn't want to run things. And I, I know that a lot of the the stress was people putting the blame of them not liking the product on Jim Cornette. Now that Jim Cornette is gone, you have nobody else to blame. So either one of two things is going to happen. People are going to start bitching at Delirious because of what they don't like. Or they're going to pretend to like every single thing that Ring of Honor puts out uh, just to, you know, not because they don't have their scapegoat anymore. Which is fine with me, you know. I don't mind. You know what? You, you know what it is, Lex. A lot of times, it's the whole placebo type effect. It was a story about John Denver and how uh, he was complaining about all this shit. And back when he was alive, and his manager was like, "Okay, we fired such and such, and everything's better." And then John Denver's going around like, "Hey, did they great? Everything's been better since this guy was gone. Everything's better since such just got fired since he and the guy didn't even exist." That's what it is. You see, what I'm saying nothing. I don't think anything's. Different. It's like when uh, Russo was with TNA and he left, and they already had taped episodes, and they were talking about, "Oh, it's better already." I'm like, "What the fuck? This is still his shit." You watching? Yeah, <sighs> that's what battle, man. We'll see. I think final battle is going to be the make or break one for the diehard ROH uh, fans, like the ones. I mean, not diehard, the, the old school, old, old, old school ROH fans, the ones from back in the day who uh, still wanted to be ran like a DVD company. 
Right. This is that's gonna be it for them. And it's not like. And I think the news of Jim. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it's not like. That's the thing. I I personally enjoyed the actual product of Ring of Honor over the past year. Uh, I haven't enjoyed the technical difficulties they've had with their pay-per-views and how they handle certain things. But uh, I thought the product was okay. And, and you have the majority of people that I've seen are very, are in favor of this move. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how much things are going to change. I don't know if they're going to try to change it as much as they can to separate themselves from Jim Cornette now. Um, but it, I think... Well, what they the, want, I'm going to see. I mean, we're going through the same thing in all ways with WWE fans are going through with PG versus Attitude. Not to that extreme, but it's the fact of people wanted to be like it used to be. And that was back then. There was... Uh, like I played earlier, I posted that um, Jay Briscoe promo and stuff. They could do stuff like that back in the day. It was a fucking DVD company. I mean, I know that it wasn't like... I think they were just now getting on TV or... You know, but I mean... But I mean, they could be more aggressive and, and a lot different then. Now they're on network television. You know what I'm saying? So they're not going to do things like they used to. And I mean, things aren't going to be the same. I know some people have... Uh, I can understand people being upset because always used to run certain towns and maybe they haven't been back there in a while or not as often as they used to. But... I mean, they're trying to get out to places where their show is now. You know, that people didn't get a chance to see it before. And for you and I, it's been it's been good. You know, I mean, especially for hell for me, I I, I really shouldn't have any complaints whatsoever. But uh, there's some people who, you know, ROH was like their little secret. Right. That was yeah. in their corner of wrestling universe, and now it's out there. People don't like that. Some people don't like that at all. I mean, I get it. I I liked the product. Then when I go back and watch it, I like the product that they used to put on too. But um, you know, you also have to understand that wrestling changes. It it morphs into something completely different, and the whole Jim Cornette story is a perfect example of that. Because you know, 20 years ago, that would have been fine. That wouldn't have been reported. Jim Cornette going off. On but what if they went out of? Well, I'm saying, but I, I guess, I guess my thing is that, I mean, it could have very well have went out of business. You know, what I mean, like if, if not because the product or anything was bad, but that was a lot for Carrie to handle on his own. Right. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And 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 if Sinclair didn't step in, it's like PWG. I like PWG. I feel like, but PWG has its place, and they're not going to be at ROH status doing what they're doing. They and if anyone was backing them, they would have to change. Right. They would have to change. And that's why they and don't I, want to change. We have to understand. They know that when they change, if they if they wanted to grow bigger, they know that they'd have, you know, their product would have to change somehow, some way. I mean, think about it. Here it is, PW, PWG in Reseda, California, Southern California. They have to pay all these talents to fly there. Now, the talents they book, a lot of them are from the Northeast. So they're flying people down there. Same with Chikara. You know, Chikara is booking people from Southern California. Now, I know that, that places like, like you know, Quackenbush is probably taking care of the flights a lot better than ROH does. Because from what we've heard, ROH just kind of, or Sinclair rather, kind of just throws away money when they're booking people to travel. Um, so, you know, I... I don't know. Ring of Honor, I like the product. I liked what I've seen over the past year. 
I, I watch it. I, I, I like what I saw, you know, or what I see from five, six, seven years ago. And I also like where it's headed, too. So, I, I mean, I can't complain on any front. I like Jim Cornette. I like the way he, he did things. I like seeing him on TV. But overall, I do think this is this is best for Ring of Honor, for him to leave. Because just by him leaving, you're you're getting fans back. And that's weird to say, but it's, it's just... And, you know, and like you said, placebo thing. When he's when he's when they say okay Jim Cornette's gone, and then this happens over here, if Jim Cornette were still there, and if he were still booking quote unquote and that happened, they wouldn't be as they wouldn't be as excited as they are when they know Delirious is under the helm. So the, I mean the face is absolutely something, and the Booker's really not supposed to be known, you know. But knowing who the book is, it goes is, back to us being knowing young. too much. It goes back to us knowing too much as fans. Absolutely, we just yeah. I think we know entirely too much. It's best <clears throat> if we didn't know. I mean, back then, at people's best times, if they think about their best times in wrestling, no one cared about who was writing and doing all that stuff, who was booking. Nobody cared about that stuff. You found out years later, and it's like, oh, you know, I mean, you knew who the promoters were, but that was it, and. It's just now. It just seems like it's it's a lot. And uh, like you said, you just like you said earlier, they're just going to move on to the next person. I don't know if it'll be delirious. It might be Joe Coff. I, you know who I think it's going to be? <clears throat> I think it's going to be Sinclair. We watched TNA do it. They went from Vince Russo and as soon as he was gone, Hogan. Hogan did it. Hogan did it. It's Hogan. It's Hogan. It's Hogan. Which I don't know if that's true or not, but they're going to blame Sinclair as a whole, which some people have already did. Right. You know, since Sinclair did this and they did that. But you know what? I come to realize it's okay. And I said this once, and I'll say it again. If, if anybody remembers me saying it, I want to remember this. I don't have a problem with uh, TNA, WWE, or Chicago, anything else. It's just I like competition. I like variety, and I like to have a choice. And I think it's okay to prefer something over the other. Some people like Pepsi. Some people like Coke. Some people don't like either one. And it's not necessarily a, a, a good or bad thing. You don't have to. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's okay for people not to like ROH. Like, it's not for them. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. And if it's not, then they should find something that's more to their liking. Maybe Dragon Game. Maybe Shakar. Maybe uh, Evolve. Maybe, you know, something else. CZW. Maybe they can like it all. Maybe they But it's okay. You don't have to watch everything. You don't have to like everything to be a wrestling fan. You find works for you. And you may prefer something. I used to prefer NWA, uh, well, Jim Crockett Promotions. NWA, WCW, whatever over WWE, WWF at the time. I watched it, but I preferred that because it was it was closer to what I liked. And, uh, you know, it's the same thing. So uh, some of those fans have to learn how to let go. Right. It's, it's different now. It's not the same. And because if, if I always had to close down because it was too much for Gabe or whatever, I, I really don't think it would have got to that point. I mean, not Gabe. Uh, Carrie, I think Gabe supposedly would have probably did something. He would have got the talent, or something would have happened involving him if St. Clair didn't step in. You know, uh, uh, but you know, as far as um, they would just be sitting looking at their old DVD collections, talking about coulda, shoulda, wouldas if the company didn't fold. But now you got it, so just I mean, just just you know, watch it or move on. My thing is like I'm not saying that. Okay, you didn't. 
What I'm trying to say is people that complain, I'm not saying that they didn't enjoy the product or didn't not enjoy the product, rather. But all I'm saying is that with you and I, we didn't like what we saw on Raw or SmackDown anymore. And after so long, we stopped. Just stopped watching. Just quit. Cold turkey. And yeah. I think you and I... I think like Mikey Hodge. I think Mikey... I don't think Mikey watches pretty much anything. Yeah, he said he, he doesn't watch anything. Uh, but, I mean, the, the point is, you and I are probably a lot happier now having cut that out of our lives. And all it is, is it's a, it's a TV show that's two, now three hours long, but at the time it was two hours long. And, you know, you're saying, you're really letting a TV show, you know, make you that miserable? Well, the thing is, <laughs> what's tough about it is you've watched it for so long, and you feel like you're invested in it. And you feel like if you stop watching, the moment you stop watching, something good is going to happen. <laughs> it's going to turn the other way. And uh, See, when you put it this way, you say it that way, Lex. I, I, I never understood. I remember we had this conversation about a year ago. Even before I think we did the show, we were talking about it. And you were like, uh, I was like, man, if I can't, I just got to stop watching. I remember you saying that. You were like, but as fans, you know, we, we watch. We got to watch. So I was like, I don't know, because I stopped watching when WCW got bad. I jumped shit quick. I was gone. WA kept, double, uh, AA kept watching. I was gone. Right? I was halfway down the street. He was still up there watching WCW. Yeah. But I'm the same way with my comic books. You know, I'm like, okay, you know, this isn't too good right now, but as soon as I don't get this next issue, it's going to be good, and it's going to be sold out, and I can't go back and see it, experience it. So I know what you're talking about when you talk about uh having to watch but people got to find their own cup of tea somebody on another it's people on other uh boards on facebook who they heard the news about uh and i know we haven't got to it yet uh mike bennett and they like yeah he's the best thing rh has right now they'd be stupid to let him go i mean because that's what they look for in right. wrestling that's right. their cup of tea so i guess it's an eye to be older but yeah i do feel better when i was honest with myself about what i what i personally liked i feel a whole lot better Right, and you're not wasting two hours, three hours, or whatever, watching something you don't enjoy. Especially when you get older, your time is much more precious uh, to you than than it was when you were a kid. And you can just say, "Oh, I've got nothing else to do. You know, might as well watch this." So, um, let's let's talk about Mike Bennett. Uh, supposedly, before we do that, before we do that, I want to ask you a quick question. Yeah. And I don't want to. Um, I know this was discussed uh, probably. I don't, you know, it, not in too much detail, but was talked about last night was what are your thoughts on uh, because I know you watching like for example NXT, and I know you were talking about and not, for everybody who's not on a uh, Facebook page, the uh, TWR Facebook page might not saw like you talking about uh, them being developmental, and that's something I know that like quite a few of us, you know, we enjoy watching. So you want to talk about how, uh, just briefly, how you felt about, you know, the increase of you know, the, the people from the main roster coming on? You feel like they taking the spotlight? Well, the the problem I have with the whole NXT thing, and I watch NXT because I like seeing the younger guys get more time to do whatever. You know, it's not NXT is not, uh, it's not great. It's solid. Because uh, they'll, they'll have a couple of guys, you know, that are really goofy, and I just hate that shit. But they'll have, 
you know, guys that I used to watch or guys that I haven't gotten a chance to see very much of, like, you know, Richie Steamboat or something like that, Russell. Um, and, and that's cool, but, okay, you, you bring up these three guys from NXT. One I didn't care about. One I was like, okay, you can, you can take him and I'll be fine still watching NXT. One was never on this edition of NXT. And then, um, you know, Rollins was a guy that I enjoyed watching every week on TV. So it's kind of one of those things where I knew that was going to happen. Uh, my big problem with it, though, is they're starting to turn NXT into... They're starting to integrate talent from Raw and SmackDown on NXT. So the universes are starting to uh, converge, I guess. And that's... I, I hate that shit. If you're going to have four television shows, maybe even more, five, whatever, why would you make every single one the same over time? Why would you do that? There is no brand split anymore between Raw and SmackDown, so essentially that's the same show because there's nothing separating the two other than the, the time uh, of week they play. NXT, or I mean main event rather, that just uses people for Raw and SmackDown. Same thing. And then NXT, that was supposed to be your show that was different. That was supposed that was supposed to be the show where you could watch it and feel like you're watching another promotion. And if they did their jobs right, it would feel that way throughout. Unfortunately, what they're starting to do is bring guys like Daniel Bryan and Kane over. And Daniel Bryan and Kane are starting to do their shtick, which I hate. And it's starting to piss me off and make me not want to watch it, which makes me not want to watch the young guys, which is the reason I tuned in in the first place. It doesn't make any damn sense to me, and I hate it, and that's why I hate the WWE um, at the time being, because they just don't they don't get it. They don't understand. Damn. Damn. Hold on. That was a lot of, and the hate. I was like, I hate it. But you know what? I, I agree. I think that um, what, from what I I think it, it's become a platform to advertise uh, to get people to look towards. Just a constant reminder for the viewers and the people there. You know, if you see WWE, you'll keep turning to that. But um, I, I would like to see NXT as a developmental really get to that point where it just stands on its own. It like OVW, like all you know, and not only that, like maybe even give them. Something like King of the Ring, or give not even King of the Ring, but give them like uh, every every four months. I mean, like uh, uh, give them like four pay per views a year, or not even pay per views, but just something like something. You know what I'm saying that's theirs, that's their own. I I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind seeing talent like like Jinder Mahal on NXT. Although I don't want to see any of. I don't want to see any of. If they're I not there, I don't want to see them there. I don't like. I don't like Jinder Mahal. But he's a guy that doesn't have a top spot on Raw or SmackDown. I guess he's doing. He's he moved over completely then. Like way, like Bray, what is they Bray Wyatt? Uh, moving back over completely to developmental, and then that's cool. But yeah, no. no, I, I mean, the other thing you have to understand is NXT's tape like a month in advance, maybe even more than that. So, like, what if Bray should be separate? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to think too much about it because NXT is not a huge part of my life. <laughs> I watch it Thursday before I listen to TNT because I like listening to TNT and I don't want to be lost. But, you know, I did like seeing the guys on there that I, I, I wouldn't get to see otherwise. And I like to see them in situations I wouldn't see them in otherwise. Well, you know why I wanted to see it, though? 
Because when I say competition, that goes for everybody, including ROH. And I would like to have something as an alternative as well. Yeah, I get, to watch. I get, I get you. You know what I'm saying? You want to watch more than one. You want to see. And I mean, it was similar to my style of what I prefer. So that's why I liked it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying I don't like it now. It's just the fact of I'm just not a big fan of just all the cameos and guest appearances. And it's just too much. And, you, and you're forced to. Your main event is going to be, you know, WWE. And I'm not hating on WWE. It's just the fact that that show is NXT. So let it be that. Let it be NXT, you know? Let it, let it just be that. Shit. I mean, what the hell? You know? Shit. Uh, maybe they're trying to bring... Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe they're trying to bring... Get people to watch... Well, like, we can't say they're trying to get people to watch NXT because they don't even air shit. You gotta find it. Yeah, I, I subscribe to... To Hulu Plus, so that's how I. How do you be finding it? Because you be finding, uh, for what I see, you be finding Japanese or Chinese shit. You, <laughs> how do you find this shit, Lex? The that stuff, I'll I'll, I'll tell you off air. But <laughs> as far as NXT, as far I mean, as let me find out. Yeah, as far as NXT goes, I uh, I have Hulu Plus for that. And, you know, that was not really a selling factor. We were going to get Hulu Plus anyway, but it's just an extra perk. So. And that's pretty cool that they do that. But um, Okay, Mike Bennett now. So, uh, allegedly, Mike Bennett had a meeting with WWE uh, this past week. I don't know if this is a sign of how things went in the meeting, but Mike Bennett proposed to Maria, and they are now engaged. So, let me ask you this. Um, I know that you're not a huge Mike Bennett fan. I'm not a huge Mike Bennett fan. Do you think this will overall be leave a void in the card for ROH? Uh, and and also, do you want to see a, a wedding in ROH? <laughs> okay, I don't want to see a wedding in ROH. Okay. Um, no wedding. I just don't think that fits that that particular style that belongs other places. Yeah. Um, and I don't. Um, I, I I will say this. I didn't hate Mike Bennett. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't feel that way at all. I just feel like his style's a little different, and I feel like he has some good matches with certain individuals. Put him in the ring with Mondo, and matches weren't that good. Put him in the ring with like Davey Richards, and he had good. He had a good match, you know. I just feel like um, they they tried everything they could. I, I I just don't think it was. I don't know if it was him or if it was the way he was booked, but he just wasn't. Um, his character could have been done a different way. And I think if he was an asshole towards Maria, he would have got over. But because he was just the whole you're jealous of me thing, nobody paid him any mind. Right. His last couple of months that I've watched him wrestle, you know, before, uh, if you look back, it was him versus Eddie Edwards, and then him versus different people coming in the company for him to try to, you know, to face like uh, Homicide, Lance Storm. Uh, I don't think, did he fight Fit Finley? Not Fit Finley. Uh, i trying to think who else he went against. Uh, Homicide Landstorm and somebody else I think he went against. But uh and then after that, you know, Mondo. So and, and then they even had Eddie Edwards fighting Brutal Bob and they just kept him in, in that whole thing and they threw a little bit of uh Sarah Del Rey in there. So I just think that if they really I'll put it this way, I'd rather see Mike Bennett than see Q T Marshall. <laughs> I'd rather see Mike Bennett than to see uh uh Ric Flair. Um I'd rather see, and I don't mean the real Ric Flair, uh, or Chris Benoit. I'd rather see him than see Chris Benoit. I just rather see, you know, I don't, I don't dislike the guy. 
I don't think people really hated him. I just think that when it came to everybody else compared in ROH that, you know, they just were like, okay. I, I think he was along the lines with, uh, I think he was along the lines with Mike Mondo. I think people hate QT Marshall. They don't like him at all. But if he leaves, I will say that uh, I think it would be better for him. I think that they probably will give him a gimmick or a character that he will use and it will fit the type of person he is. And it makes sense for him to go there. I don't think he's a bad wrestler. I think he's a solid wrestler. And uh, my problem with him is that, for me, he was boring to watch. And I think the reason he was boring to watch is because uh, just the style, the kind of style that I like. I like the hybrid fighting style. And he was traditional pro wrestler. And that in, in WWE, that's probably going to do you a lot better than kicking someone in the face. You know what I mean? Uh, I, he doesn't have that hard, that, that rough, that stiff style. He, he has more of a, he, more of a like a, a what is it, atomic drops and shit, like shit that you used to, shit that you see and you like. Okay, that really doesn't hurt anybody, but right, exactly. Uh, he has the he has that 80s style of, of wrestling. You know? Yeah, uh, abdominal stretches and and atomic drops and shit like that, and it's okay. But it's just that it's just not the norm at ROH and. You know, just like people that from ROH, they they gotta water them down. They can't come over there doing the stuff they do in ROH. And Daniel Bryan did the shit that he was doing before. You wouldn't have no fucking roster. Mm-hmm. Cause he would have knocked all their heads off by now. <laughs> so guess. he has to. They had to make him into that character so he could fit. You know what I'm saying? But okay. Because so when he first came over there, he was wearing his robe and doing this other stuff. Nobody wanted to see that. They said he was born. I guess so. Yeah, that. that hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to be, I'm just trying to, to, to look at it from both points of view. You know, say I prefer to see, you know, all day long. I like, like for example, beautiful Bobby. I liked him wrestling Sweet Stan Lane. People just thought, you know, that, that some of them were born because they look for people who want sports entertainment. That, and I think Mike, I think Mike Bennett will be better at sports entertainment than he would be at just pure wrestling. Right. I, and I I'd agree with that. I don't think he's anything great on the mic either. You know, he's serviceable. Um, I think they could get up to that point. Oh yeah, I'm sure they could. I, and th- like you said, it's it's them giving him a, a gimmick that they think suits him best or whatever. Just don't go to TNA. Nobody should go there. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm, let's, I mean, I just feel like at this day and age, I mean, that's just not a smart career move for anybody to do. To go, unless you're ex WWE, that's the only way, the place that you can, you can go. That's probably why I have just a strong stay for Matt Hardy because, like, I'm like, yo, if you can't make it there. Then shit, you shouldn't show your face up anywhere. Okay, let's, and I miss. Let Let's assume that uh, Mike Bennett was going to fight uh, Jerry Lynn, and let's assume that Mike Bennett was going to beat Jerry Lynn. Do you think a that's still the case that he's going to fight Jerry Lynn, and do you think he deserves to win that match if he's on the? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I don't. I don't think, uh, regardless of how I feel about, uh, and like I said, I don't dislike him. 
he's definitely not one of my favorites, but it's other people that just aren't my favorites. But, you know, I can watch a Mike Bennett match. I, I, I watch his matches. That's how I can critique it. You know, I'm not just jumping on a bandwagon and saying he's bad, you know, because he's not. But if Jerry Lynn, just like he went over on, on uh, he should have went over on Homicide like he did. He should have went over on Landstorm like he did. And he should go over on Jerry Lynn too. Because Jerry Lynn is, should not come, unless they're going to do some type of a uh, program, Jerry Lynn shouldn't come in and get the rent win. I don't care if it is his last quote unquote ROH tour or match or whatever. Yeah, it's his, it's his last ROH match. So I don't think they're going to be doing like a program or anything like that. It'll be just like a one off thing. Um, I don't think he should beat Jerry Lynn if he's on his way out uh, because of who it is. It's Jerry Lynn in the ha- Hammerstein Ballroom. He's a former Ring of Honor champion. Um, I think he deserves to win on his way out. Um, uh, well, that depends. Who's on the, see, that's the thing, though. That's another thing, too. That's, that's got to be a question, too. If he's had talks with them, that means that he's not on the contract, right? Not necessarily. Ring of Honor just basically lets the talent if they get a call from WWE they let them okay go go see what it's about and you know if they want you then we'll a lot of contracts come out. up around their majors and see like like I don't battle glory uh was the best in the world I'm wondering if do you not even the I don't think he's on the contract or it's, it's probably about to expire yeah it might I mean he might have signed a deal like an extension at um, <clears throat> border wars or best in the world and if uh, that's the case I agree with you if if he's if he's definitely like look I'm gonna sign with them blah 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 then yeah you don't put nobody over who's going out unless you unless you think they're gonna be back or they're a huge deal to your company and he's not a huge unless deal. you don't have a choice and someone has to lose like when they did with uh Nigel and Daniel Bryan somebody had to lose mm-hmm. but yeah I'm with you like, uh, yeah I'm, I'm with you if you think he's coming back but even still I mean who's really gonna come back unless you're like Coke Cabana. I mean, who's who's coming back? Because once you get a taste of that money, you're going to do whatever the hell they tell you to do. You'll start talking the sentences that only make sense, like, I'm the tag team champions and shit. Yeah. Ugh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'm Seriously, fucking with you. like, the taste in my mouth got instantly worse <laughs> when you said uh, that. It's like tasting bleach. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Lee. All right, um... So that's it with Mike Bennett. Uh, let's talk real quick about the TV shows that uh, we missed. Well, we didn't miss them, but we we didn't talk about them because we were on. Is it two or three? Just two, right? Just two. Yeah, the two yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh show, first two Pittsburgh shows. So basically, uh, Jay Briscoe comes out with Mark, and they call out the whole roster. Oh, that was so fucking. Good. Yeah, they come out with a with an ROH flag and. Uh, Jay gives this speech about how, you know, we need a new matchmaker. Lethal basically hurt Cornette. He's gone. Uh, so our new matchmaker is Nigel McGinnis. And uh, Nigel comes out, and they kind of go back and forth. And Nigel gets the, the mic, and he, he's talking about, yeah, well, I, I want to restore honor to Ring of Honor. And... Uh, the first match that I'm going to make is for final battle, and it's going to be Kevin Steen versus El Generico for the ROH World Championship in a ladder war. So uh, we got ladder war four at final battle, which is going to be awesome. If you've not seen a, a ladder match involving these two before, 
you're missing out. Just look at you can look at PWG, the, the match they had earlier this year. Uh, you can look at uh, uh, the matches they had as tag team, as a tag team against the American Wolves. You know, you, against the Briscoe Brothers and all that kind of crazy shit. They they know how to do a ladder match, so that's cool. Uh, Nigel McGuinness also says that Jerry Lynn will be having his last match in ROH at Final Battle, so that's cool as well. Uh, what do you think of Nigel McGuinness being named the authority figure now and kind of fading off commentary, it seems? I'm cool with it. I kind of miss him on commentary, I, I, but and it kind of makes you wonder who like the replacement will be. It would have been nice to have, um, because Kevin Kelly's a face, it been nice to have somebody like Carino do it, but obviously for obvious reasons he can't um i guess i'm cool with it I, I think they had to get someone who was this goes along with what you said earlier about delirious the, the internet wrestling community quote unquote what have you um we all know they all know they wanted to find out who was really running truly running things or you know and uh but as far as the people who still haven't figured that out that much out you know they had to explain Cornette's absence and i guess having Nigel be the person because of who he who who he was in the company and who he still is, I think it, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Um you know, I was cool with it. it. It sounded like, you know, the way they did it was nice too. It was like the boys in the back came to him. They were like they were storing always to what it was. The only thing I, I was wondering about it and I, I wanted to ask you about was like when they were saying it, it was kinda like it makes you wonder what went on with uh Cornette and off and, and just how the whole thing ended because it kind of made it seem like that they were kind of admitting things weren't the way they should be. Right. They were putting it. They were put. They were kind of putting it out there. I mean, I noticed when you read the statement, and I had noticed that when I first read it, they were like, even the morale is up, which means at one point it was down. And we had heard from different conversations. Davey was very, you know, vocal about it. Uh, the the on express they were vocal about it. So it makes you wonder: Was it really Saint Clair? Was it Cornette himself, or what was it that? I think uh, I think Cornette kind of ran things a certain way that they weren't used to things being run. I mean, think about it: They were used to things being run by Kerry Silken, who's a wrestling fan, as opposed to Jim Cornette, who's you know he's been in the business for uh, what nearly thirty years now, twenty years, and. You know, it's just the difference, I guess. I, I think it really was the style and Cornette's personality. I don't think they like getting yelled at at all. <laughs> you know, and, and I think, you know, I, this isn't what I know. This is what I think. I think that roster in that locker room was babied to an extent. They kind of got to do whatever they want. They really didn't have to answer to many people. So when you've got all of a sudden Cornette to answer to... Of course, morale's going to be down because he's going to yell at you and probably hit you too. Yeah, if you put his hands on people, then you know I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, and that's another thing too. I like Cornette. I like what he did in the, in the past, and we had talked about this before. But I just think that he also had to realize that this is not 1991. You know, wrestling Smoky Mountain. This is different, and. um and that's why I was actually kind of shocked because I didn't realize how long he was in ROH. Like, I thought he had took a break and then after he left TNA and then arrived at ROH. I didn't know he arrived so soon. I just think that uh, he probably didn't. Maybe he didn't have as much control until after the whole Sinclair sale, you know? Right. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm just wondering, but I mean, I, I don't want to completely blame him for it. I mean, at the end of the day, you had guys there who were. I mean, you had guys there who had been there. I don't. I don't know. I, I just don't think that. I think that he got a lot of blame that he didn't fully deserve. And oh, uh, really. like you said, we just gotta wait and see. But I'm okay as far as Nigel again. Your original question. I'm okay with Nigel being the uh, the, the the authority figure around there. I think it's gonna be good. Um, he's a lot more cool, kind of collector. He's younger, and I just think that the older fans will look at that. And they'll start to see some of what they're used to, and I think that's big. I think that seeing these new faces like Mike Mondo, Mike Bennett, QT Marshall, they really are giving these guys a chance. And, yeah. you know, Russell's great tag team came in, and then you had Cornette there, and they start feeling like, okay, this is looking like what we didn't want to see. So seeing people like hearing Delirious is in the back running things and hearing that, seeing that Nigel on TV every week, I think that's going to make people feel a whole lot better, especially like with El Generico being in the title picture Stuff like that. I think people feel a lot better. Right. So. Improve, improve viewer morale as well as the locker room morale. So. And uh, Nigel also made tag team championship match for final battle. It's going to be a three-way sudden death rules uh, match where the only way the match ends, I guess, would be if the champions were to pin either Coleman and Alexander or the Briscoes. Or CNC or the Briscoes would have to pin the champions. That's the only way that they can win those belts. They can't beat each other and win the belts. They have to beat Scum to win. And it's sudden death, so it's not a, it's not going to be elimination. It's kind of confusing, but at the same time, when you get everything laid out on the table, it's probably best this way because uh, it's going to be it's going to raise the excitement level up. Quite a bit, and also, if C and C are going to get the titles, they're going to have to beat the champions. And there's no lame duck. Oh, well, you won the titles, but you didn't beat the champions, type of thing. So. Yeah, I'm, I, C and C needs to win because I'll be honest with you. Um, I understand the whole purpose of. I, I just, I'll be honest with you, Lex. I'm not feeling the whole takeover thing. You know, I, I don't see where there was ever was a takeover, takeover. Period. Yeah, um. You know, I just think that there's a guy who he hasn't been beat, and I'll say this: I mean, he's won his matches. Kevin Steen has won his matches. Like there hasn't been. I mean, he's won them the way he was winning them before. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there may have been interference, etc. But at the end of the day, he 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 beat Rhino by himself. Um. So I'm not going to knock him on that. I just think I don't think that the promised takeover, as far as holding hostage and making things, maybe my expectations were too high. But I was just looking for like something truly there. All he did was he—I mean, he won the belt. He was another heel that had the title, a overly you know a popular heel. With it, um, I understand what they did as far as giving the other two members of Scum the championship. I just not feeling this title reign that they have as far as the tag team champions. I just I didn't like the way it was initiated, the way it started with them coming out announcing that if they didn't win that uh, you know they were gonna they were gonna leave because at that point it was like duh you gonna win. I kind of was hoping that, uh, to be honest with you, that Haas and uh, and oh, and, and uh, I was yeah, Titus were going to win, and they would have did something with that. Uh, and then if Scum like came along, kind of like took the belts or whatever, like if Shelton had cost them the belt, something that would have been something different. But I just wasn't feeling it from the from the jump. 
And uh, I think CSC has been working their asses off. They should get a shot. Uh, they should definitely get an opportunity to to go with the belts. My only concern is after they win, what happens with them next? Who do they feud with next? Because the only teams you really got for them is, I mean, the, the heel tag teams you got is what? Scum and, and Wrestler's Greatest Tag Team. That's it. I think there are a lot of possibilities because they're the... And Coleman's not... Uh, um, yeah, Coleman. He's not young. He's in his mid-30s, I think. But the team is new, so they could feud with the Briscoes, even though both teams are faces. And the Briscoes could kind of be assholes and still get cheered, you know what I mean? And they could have a or good feud. Or Fish. Fish and O'Reilly, oh, I forgot about that. We'll, we'll get to that in just a second here. But yeah, absolutely. Um, Roderick Strong comes out for a match with Tadarius Thomas. Truth Martini follows Roderick Strong um, as if he's still managing him. It, as you all know, Roderick Strong quit the House of Truth at the last pay-per-view. And uh, Roderick won the match. And then <laughs> Martini, uh, you know, he's he's still acting like, oh, yeah, good job, good job. And Roderick uh, basically told him, you know, go F off. And, you know, I told you I quit and this and that. So... Uh, interesting stuff. It, it seems like Roderick's getting a face turn, um, but an organic face turn. It's not like it, it doesn't seem like they're trying to turn him face, but it, by disassociating himself with Truth Martini, he's turning face in the process. I don't know if I'm okay with that. Uh, that's just like the, I, I'm okay with it because he's still. If Roderick just. If he bees himself, that's fine. And if this is gonna get the fans behind him, because he's he's an ROH vet, uh, you know, there's lots of reasons to cheer Roderick Strong. There's lots of reasons to boo him too. But you know, I'm, I'm I just think it's easy to be an asshole. It's easier to be an asshole than a than a, than a face. And he can he can he can be an asshole and cut a better promo, or not really cut a promo, but just kind of like. He can be more aggressive in what he says and more like heelish in what he says, and it comes across better than him trying to. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just I don't think it's time yet. I get you. He's definitely got to. He can wrestle his ass off, but when it comes to you, we do, I, I was talking about Elgin or whoever, but Roddy really. I mean, when it comes to being on the mic, man, we need to put a fucking group together and let Cole be the be the, the voice. Um, a heel group and let Cole be the voice. I mean, are you, so you saying that they might do a, a, a Roddy Hill change? What right after? Uh, right after the, his match with Elgin? That's what you thinking? I don't know if I don't know if it's going to be the same night, but I think I think we're starting to see that. What we saw in this uh, episode was like the genesis of his heel, or his face turn. You think Elgin's going to Elgin and Truth are going to turn on him? I don't think well. Elgin's not with Truth, so I, I at this point I have to say no. Even though I mean, Truth is he's still acting like Elgin's with him, and Elgin's you know making demands and this and that. I don't, I don't know exactly. I think Elgin will be faced. I think Roddy will just be a tweener. You know, I think he'll keep his attitude, but I think he'll be cheered a lot more than he was, and he was still like Kevin Steen was. Yeah, I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah, a little bit. You know, I don't expect him to change anything he does or says. I just think that this whole uh, breaking away from the House of Truth is going to get a lot of people behind him because it's something new and fresh. And he's 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 a guy that's been there for a long time and he's done it all. You know, he's had the TV title, the world title, tag team titles. So, 
I think it's something a little bit fresh for him. It's not super fresh, but it's new. So, um, let's see here. Let's pass the uh, our inside ROH. Um, tag team title match is announced for the next episode: Titus and Whitmer versus Jacobs and Carino. And by the way, Titus is a guy that I've been like souring on each each month. Like he gets he gets on my nerves more and more. I'm to the point right now where I can't stand seeing him on TV or pay per view or whatever. He's just gotten to that point for I don't know why. It was he joined when he joined uh, Kevin Kelly on commentary with BJ Whitmer and he was stumbling like a fucking jackass and he looks like a BG impersonator and uh, I can't stand and he's he's not in the shape he used to be he's not as good as he used to be. I just I don't know I can't I can't stand them anymore, but uh, I I used to be indifferent I I never really liked him because I know someone asked me that this past week I never really liked Rhett Titus but I was tolerant of him and now he just gets on my nerves like crazy so I hope he doesn't win the tag team titles anytime ever or the world title for that matter because I know. That's something that they will probably eventually do again. No, no, no. He's nowhere near. I can't about seven or eight guys who should get it before him. Me too. Uh, there's no way he. There's, there's no way. I mean, I'm. He's I, I would delirious. And he's listening. No disrespect to him. I just think that he. He needs to put in a lot of time. I don't want to see him go anywhere. It's not like you know, like I. I just. I'm not at that level at that point yet with him, that you are. I just kind of think that after this whole thing happened with, uh, you know, I would say I, I was about to say something about my mouth that, that wasn't going to make any sense at all. <laughs> just the best thing for him to do is just do what he's told. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you what, if he followed the footsteps of his partner, he might just fall off the face of the fucking earth. I mean, yeah, ain't nobody seen this dude. So, look, hey, just take BJ and. They, they didn't name a group after him. They named a group after his new partner. It's like what the BJ Express. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's really dirty, but it's pretty clever, I guess. Yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, I think, and I'm not feeling them either. I I just kind of I'm upset really right now about the tag team division. Yeah, I, I got you. right now. I got you. I I don't know if it'll improve anytime soon though. There's only two tag teams that I like. CNC and the Briscoes, right? Yeah, that's it. I mean, they. I think they could have. I know there's something that's not too popular with wrestling people. They did it in TNA. They did it a while ago, and they they did it in TNA a lot through the years. They did it back with um, uh, what is it called, Triple X, and I think it was the American Most Wanted. I think, but one of the things that I wish they could have did was um, they could have mixed things up. They could have had uh Titus go with uh Charlie Haas. I think that would have been interesting because Charlie Haas. Would have when he was teaming with Titus today. I was watching them wrestle. I wanted to see what was going to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to see. So, and then when Shelton came back, Shelton could have even his singles, or Shelton could have teamed up with someone else. You know, or done something. But it just, I think that was a good idea with that team. And the way that ended, I just don't think that made any sense at all. I mean, we just got more to say, and it makes you wonder what's going to happen. Um. To the wrestlers greatest tag team after after final battle after this what, what do they do where do they go yeah because no one wants to see them be champions anymore i think so they just put people over or what i don't know it's a good point but i don't know uh you know i'm really excited to see i'm, I'm really hoping cnc wins the titles i really think 
they can springboard um, Alexander's career. Uh, at least I hope they can out of that. So, um, Adam Cole defeats Kyle O'Reilly for the brand new ROH Television Championship. Uh, very good match. What do you think of the t of the new title? I should say. I gotta see it. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, you you said TV title. You said yeah, the new TV title. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the world title. I'm sorry. I had a, a moment. Um, I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm okay with it. I mean, especially when you broke it down. You, you, the which you had said in one of the Facebook comments. Uh, I think it probably was like last month or when we first saw the pictures right. of him with it. That made a. I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. It. A lot of people they they may not understand the size. It's the same size as the. It's just a different color. It yeah. fits with the new logo and everything. It, they had to change sooner or later. Right. It looks um, and it, the size of it makes sense because it, it it needs to feel like it's an important title, but it's not as important. Right. Um, exactly. I wasn't a fan of having an actual TV set on there. I know some people like that, but I wasn't. I thought that was goofy. Um, <laughs> my whole thing about TV. My whole thing is back in the day when you had a TV champion. Um, those TV champions, well, wrestling, well, WWF never had one, but WCW did. And out of all the shows they had on weekends, that champion wrestled at least once every week right. on one of those shows, you know. And uh, I mean, with the new TV champion, you don't see it that much. I don't know how it was when they were on HD net. Um, well, but I mean, it is it's what we got, so I'm cool with it, and it fits. You know, I mean, it's going to look kind of silly if, if like, uh, some bigger dude gets it, though. Like, imagine if someone like Kevin Stays died when they get it. It wouldn't look right <laughs> at all. But um, Well, on HDNet, it was defended a fair amount of times, but Eddie Edwards was the first TV champion. And what he would do, he was playing a heel back then, so what he would do is he'd do the Eddie Edwards challenge, where he'd put 10 minutes on the clock or whatever it was, and uh, bring out some jobber and if the jobber lasted with with him through that time they'd get a title shot or if they beat him they'd get a title shot so it was one of those things where they were showcasing the champion but the title wasn't being defended regularly at least so is that part of the reason why Daniels left because he was champion though that that little hiatus right he well he won it he won it from Edwards I believe and then he's like, oh, got a call from TNA, so now i got to drop the title. And they gave it to El Generico, I believe. So well, he, had it for, he had it for like a, a minute. It's like a split second, really. He had and then, it for, uh, I want to say he had it for like two months. Yeah. I, I think he won it well, at just, WrestleMania shows. And well, where did it, it come before. from? Did Cornette bring that back? Or was that something that yeah. they were talking about for a while? Because I wasn't following ROH back then. Were they talking about bringing this in before they did it? or did just... No, I think it was a Cornette. Uh, institution. Okay, I was just curious to know because uh, I'm not gonna say that, I mean, even when they did a TNA with AJ, they were like, you know, you go to he's gonna defend this every. I was like, that makes sense to have a TV. That's what a TV champion is. You're like the best wrestler on TV. You're defending your, t your title every week. You're doing this at the other end because back then they didn't have their world champion wrestling every week on TV. You know, and right. uh, or yeah, in a cut or whatever champion. So that was the belt that was defended all the time. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's something that obviously can't happen, happen always, because for one, they only have one show, and it's only an hour. Exactly. But, uh, going back to the, 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 I'm okay with the with the belt. I know I've heard a lot of people complain about it, but, man, 
they said they want the old TV title back. I wasn't a big fan of the original TV title, personally. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It's probably my second favorite belt of all time. Oh, um, I, I, I wouldn't go that far. I, I love myself. the color That's... scheme. I love the, the little camera guys on it. That was incredible. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, are awesome. you playing with me? No, that was awesome. I loved it. I love that you could actually identify what belt it was. Where in WCW, I look back at some of the belts and I'm like, is that the TV title or is that the United States title? Is that Well, you know why you knew what it, you know why you knew? What well, a United States title you knew. You know why you knew that was a TV title cuz you saw the damn thing every week on TV. <laughs> okay, I can't argue with that. And <laughs> you know what that belt looks like though? I'm going to tell you what that belt looks like. Adam Cole has. It looks like the six man tag team championships from WCW. The the uh, WCW Television Championship reminds me of the NWA Tag Team Championships. No, 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 I'm saying the one that Adam Cole has. No, I, I know what you're saying. Okay. I'm saying the, the, the TV title for WCW reminds me of the NWA belts. I just had to get that out there. Those NWA belts oh, I were got sweet. You, I got you. The tag team ones. All right, uh, let's move on to the uh, next episode now. Um, so Nigel McGuinness, back in the ring again, calls out wrestling's greatest tag team. Um, they do their shtick about, you know, I don't, I don't. I can't even remember what it was about, really. All I know is that uh, they were complaining about uh, Whitmer and Titus getting a title shot. They deserved one. So, um, basically, what Nigel says is, if you can beat CNC, you get a title shot. So they're like, okay. So CNC comes out, and um, you know the match was kind of all over the place because Titus and Whitmer came out and got on commentary, and then they started brawling with, with Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. And um, The one cool thing about this match, though, was the finish. I don't, re- I don't know if you remember the finish exactly, but um, Coleman was up on the, uh, the turnbuckle, and Shelton did his running leap up uh, overhead suplex thing. When he did that, as soon as as soon as Shelton landed, Alexander flew off the top rope from the other angle and uh, hit the splash for the three count. That was awesome. And that's why CNC deserved to be tag team champions. Because they bring cool shit like that up. <laughs> I, just, I was like, whoa, that's like the cr- most creative finish I've seen in a very long time. That's nuts. Every time they, they, every time they are... You know, in, in, in those matches, they, they always come out and impress you. They've gotten so good from the time I first started watching them to up until now. They've gotten good. I think they just need a good opportunity. Oh, absolutely. And you've got it. I mean, they're a great team. I, I, sometimes they're a little, like, all over the place, it seems. But um, they also have Coleman, who's outstanding in, in interviews and promos. They really have all the pieces, I think, to be the tag team champions. So I really hope they win. Hope they get their piece on uh, on TV and, and all that good stuff. And I hope they they put more importance on the tag belts at least. So and yes, that television championship is beautiful. Look at that. It's all shiny, blue. I like that shade of blue on the TV title. Oh boy! You know what? And the little you, Tom. <sighs> In the old Individually, y'all are cool with me, but when y'all get together, y'all just fuck with me to no end. 
And I just think it's like some inside thing. You know, they'll probably Skype each other. Like, you know, let's fuck with Lee this week. Uh, between the bravados and this. And, I mean, look at that. I mean, a fucking TV set. An old TV with the antennas and shit. I love that's awesome. That's incredible. I uh, oh, oh, boy. That, it's a shame. <sighs> that belt has to go away. I hope one day I become rich and I, I possess that belt. Well, uh, uh, you know what? But it, it, look at the old. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Though. I like. I, I'll even say this. Like for example, I'm a huge fan of the classic ROH World Championship because people See, murder each other like that shit. <laughs> but you know what? I realized it had to go. It doesn't have a place in today's ROH, and nor does this belt here. If they had a flat screen that. on there, okay, but no, not that but, fucking. Uh, that's kind of lame. That's lame, though. It's, why not just get the Zack? Why not just get the Zack Ryder Internet Championship in there? So you know what they should away. call it. It should be the Digital Television Champion. <laughs> they, they run the shit through internet anyway. Exactly. Use shit. Why not be the op- yeah, the, the internet, internet champion. champion? Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, back to this this episode. Um, Bobby Fish returns to ROH, defeats Ryan McBride in what I thought was a pretty crappy match, but uh, they only had a few seconds, it seemed. I wasn't impressed with that at all, and they need to give him another name besides Fish. <laughs> well, the problem with the match was that they went into the big spots, like, immediately. Like, literally, Bobby Fish got into the ring, uh, pushed him out of the ring somehow, and did a dive. I was like, really? And then he got up on the turnbuckle and did, like, a headbutt, a diving headbutt. You didn't do any damage to the guy. There's no reason he should be down on the mat for that long, that quickly. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. I do like the potential of Bobby Fish, though, and I don't mind his name because he has those awesome fish bones on his tights. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yes, Bobby Fish, is uh, he's going to be sweet with O'Reilly, as we'll find out later on. But uh, There you go again! What is up with you? You just... Fucking with me today. Veda Scott, <laughs> Veda Scott interviews Bobby, who uh, after the match, who says that it feels great to be back in ROH, and I'm really interested to see what happens between Davey and Kyle, who are supposed to talk later in this episode. Um, come back from commercial. It's the segment between Davey and Kyle. Um, Davey basically gets on Kyle for, you know, a. I, I'm the one who helped you get into the business. I'm the one who gave you food for money when you had no food, or money for food when you had no food. I'm the one who hooked you up with your wife, and and all of a sudden you're you're being a little bitch. And uh, you know, Kyle's like, yeah, you're right. You know, I'm sorry, and this and that. And so the, all all the while, and this really pisses me off. The crowd is like, oh, kiss him, hug it out, hug it out. And just like, yeah, you know why? Because it's a real Brokeback Mountain, the way they was in it, talking about that like, shit. I and get I that. I, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, you can't have these these sort of stories anymore in wrestling, you know, or someone else thinks it's gay. It's like, the whole wrestling world is homophobic to uh They could have went off with they. you know why? Because they could have went off what happened back in uh in the World. When Kyle O'Reilly just like you know pretty much like kiss my ass baby or whatever. Well, that's what he was like. That's why I did. That's what I. That's why I did what I did in New York, and I don't think you know a lot of people remembered that. So maybe they just kind of skimmed over it a little too. Quickly. I don't know. It was just kind of just the way it happened. It was just kind of. But I don't know. But, uh. As uh, as uh, they're raising each other's hands or whatever, 
Kyle uh, does a roundhouse kick and sweeps Davy off his feet. So he turns on Davy once again, and then um, they start brawling. And then Davy gets the upper hand, gets him in a, a an ankle lock, and then uh, Bobby Fish comes out and saves Kyle O'Reilly basically. And then uh, <laughs> Bobby Fish, I love the way he locked this on too. Bobby Fish gets Davy in a, in a cross face. That was the, funny. The yeah, that was. <laughs> it was like he was re getting ready to dive in into like a buffet or something like that. He just rubbing his hands together and just locks it in. That was great. And then Kyle is playing heel, and I love Kyle as a heel. He's great. Uh, he berates him on the mic and um, basically says, you should have stayed gone and this and that. So um, really cool stuff. I know we probably won't get Davey versus Kyle at Final Battle, which is something I want to see. But I think we're gonna get Fish and O'Reilly versus Davey and Eddie, which I also want to see. So I can't that's why I'm, I'm heard about that. I, I'd rather Fish had came in and like screwed over, did something like at the end of that match, a final battle or something, and that set up for maybe the anniversary show or something like that with the four of them. Yeah, because yeah, uh, the, the Wolf's. I want to see them two fight. The the Wolf's reuniting seems a bit rushed at this point. If this is indeed the case, because. Uh, Eddie's in Japan, or Eddie was in Japan at the time of this taping, so Eddie's not going to be a part of the any episodes you see from Pittsburgh. Um, so it's going to well, be... Well, how, how are they going to get him in? Because uh, there aren't any more tapings until... Right, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. It's going to be like, if if Eddie does team up with Davey, it's going to be like an announcement, or it's going to be a surprise where at, at the event, Davey's going to be like, this is my surprise partner... So wait a minute, help me out, help me out, because I'm having another moment. Okay. Have they announced? Have they announced that Davey's going to fight these two with a partner, or they haven't announced the match at all? Yeah, they did. An, they did. A, uh, excuse me. Ugh. They did announce the match, um, and they hinted at Eddie being his partner. Uh, they even I wish they had that. Okay, because it's not going to make any sense now. It's going to be like he's going to be like. Uh, I have a partner, and everybody's gonna know who it is, and you gonna hear everybody cheering, Eddie, Eddie, before he comes out. And I hate when they do that. <laughs> Although it it worked nicely for the El Generico reveal at the last pay per view, so yeah. Um, moving on though, Inside Ring of Honor, blah 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 blah. I love Inside Ring of Honor, but they don't translate well to reviewing shit. So, um, Adam Cole did hit, did give his comments on high voltage though. He said that uh, high voltage has some choice words, and they that Cole thought they were condescending, although they praised ROH. Um, and you know he's gonna beat him at final battle. Yada yada yada. Uh, Jay Lethal. That this was interesting. <laughs> Jay Lethal is doing this interview, and he's like, I have to fight Rhino at final battle. He's he's a monster. I get nothing if I win, nothing if I lose, which is awesome because this is the point I brought up. I don't remember if I brought it up on the show or I was just talking to someone on like Facebook, but I brought up the fact that you know he doesn't get anything from this win or lo win or lose, and then he just says "fuck this" and he grabs the microphone, and he's ripping it off. Get this fucking microphone away from me! I loved it. Absolutely phenomenal stuff. Because it wasn't like it was a great promo or anything like that, but. You can. They're building his frustration nicely. At least I think so. But the match at uh, Final Battle should be a good one, regardless. I wonder if they're gonna, if he's gonna resort to doing like some extra heel shit, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, this is. You know what? This is really in front of that New York crowd who are very, 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 very critical. This is the opportunity for them to just really have him. Because the last time when he fought homicide, was that in New York? Um, no, that was in Chicago, I think. Okay. This is the chance for him really to, I mean, like, really get with that crowd. Especially if, if they're going to have him do what I think they're going to have him do at the end of the night. If he goes full on heel, yeah, absolutely. If he goes full on heel and then does what he does at the end of the night that we think he's going to do, that makes perfect sense. And he doesn't need to be cheered for that to happen. So, Whereas if he goes in... Well, right see, now, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to necessarily say that he's going to get... Well, because of who he's going to get it from, yeah, he's going to get booed. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if he got it from even one of them, they would boo Oh, I'm sure of it. But that's the thing. Like, if you turn him heel, if you intentionally give him heat before the night is through, then yeah. And Rhino's going to get cheered because he's in New York, so. Not, well, not I guess the question cheered. is if he if he does do that, will Jericho, you think Jericho's going to re, uh, uh, a rematch? You think they're just going to Jericho's just going to go away? Who? I'm sorry. Say, for example, what, what we think is going to happen is going to happen at the, in the final battle. Uh huh. Generic. Do you think that Jericho would get a rematch, or do you think that it, he'd just go away? I think uh, he'd get a rematch, but he'd lose. Um, okay. And then, because this, this is basically lining up with, with what they did with Steen, how Steen said he doesn't want to fight Lethal for the title. So that kind of puts your mind off of Lethal winning the title anytime soon, because... You know, if, if Steen holds the title and Lethal can't fight him for it, then you know that's that's just that. But if Generico wins and Lethal has that survival of the fittest in his back pocket, that's the perfect time to do it. Now, I've never known the survival of the fittest to be a cash-in thing, but they might be changing that, which I, I'm not a fan of either. Me neither. Um, but you know, that's what we might get, and we might get a heel Lethal with the title. Now, could I have a question? If Jay Lethal wins, and uh, you said El Generico gets a title gets a rematch, doesn't win, yeah. and they say, you know what, it's, and I, you know, you said you didn't want to face Jay Lethal and that stands, and blah blah blah, who do you think Lethal will go against? If that stands, which I don't think it will, because I think it, you know, it's, it, it was Steen's demands, he, he'll be able to pull it, but um, pretending that Steen's not the next in line, probably um I think they'll do. Do you it. think Davy? you think Davy Richards says Davy Richards can't no, fight Steen? No, nah, he doesn't want to. I truly believe he doesn't want to fight for the title. I mean, he'd probably do it if they asked him, but I don't think that's where they're going with it. Um, I'd probably. I think he'll get a couple of like tag team guys to fight. Maybe like a Jay Briscoe, maybe like a Charlie Haas, and he'll beat them. The next true competitor will be Michael Elgin, though. I see that. Yeah, so that, I mean that's even out. Do you think they still push Cole? Um, I think they like where they have Cole right now, and I don't think he's gonna move up the card unless he turns fully. And then, of course, there's the other option of Steen wins at final battle, which means Lethal can't, and Adam Cole is the next challenger for Steen. Beats him straight up for it, and then you have Lethal versus Cole. Lethal uses Survival of the Fittest on Cole as a heel. So there's that option too. But 
I think what makes more sense, not that I like it more, is Generica winning than Lethal winning right after. So, uh, Moving on in the TV land here. In the main event, Carino and Jacobs defeat Whitmer and Titus after Benjamin and Haas get involved in executing a chair-assisted backbreaker on the guardrail to Whitmer on the outside. So it's kind of a wash. Carino hits the backdrop driver and wins. Um, the match quality for these guys is non-existent for me. Like, I don't enjoy watching these matches at all. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily scum. I, I, I don't know if it's just the pairing, uh, the matchups, or what, but they're not clicking for me, and I, I hardly care about this. I don't like anything scum's done. <laughs> I mean, th they fell victim to overhype, where, you know, the hype was just too good going into everything. I don't, there was no way that they were going to be able to live up to what they were saying. They could have tried a little harder, it seems. But I don't know. Well, I guess the reason being because, like, I, 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 no disrespect for no disrespect, uh, Steve Marino. I want Jimmy Jacobs to to to, to have his break, but at the same time, it's it's just that I just don't think that was the right group. The two, um, to, I don't know. Yeah, I no, I understand. I I get you. I mean, I don't necessarily. I think Scum can put on some good matches against other people, but at the same time, Carino seems a, like a step behind. Um, and yeah, I don't think they're a tag team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's just a tag sense. team. The Bristol's a tag team. The Bravados. The, the I, I I rather the Bravados had the belts. Yeah, I got you. I'll be straight up okay. No joke aside, I try to be funny. I think Bravado. Hey, so no joke with me either, man. <laughs> Bravado bandwagon, hop on. In fact, yeah. both Bravado brothers uh, accepted my friend's request on Twitter. I got one from the one. The other one must listen to the show. I know I say he looks like the one from Thirty uh, Rocks. <laughs> he didn't accept, but uh, the other one did. Yeah, exactly. That's he got the one with the, the hair. Yeah, that, I mean that's probably like my highlight of the week is getting them to. Uh, Oh Except please! Maybe I can. Ridiculous. And I've been looking through their pictures, trying to find grandma. Too. <laughs> I can't find. I can't find grandma. I don't know which one's grandma. <laughs> that seems like a pretty good way to end the show tonight, folks. So, uh, uh, Lee, did you have anything else you wanted to say before we? Oh yeah, just real quick. Um, our, uh, they released some DVDs. Uh. Yes. Shots of Notorious Tom and Jimmy Jacobs DVD came out, compilation DVD. They finally released a CM Punk Second uh, City Saint DVD, and they did another. Brian Danielson, uh, I believe, is versus the world. So yeah. head over to ROHWrestling.com. Uh, you can get a ringside membership for, for $7.99 a month. You can actually see upcoming episodes uh, for like a small price. But if you get that membership, and you can see it like the following Monday. And you get a there's a um, a plethora of uh, of <laughs> footage that's uh, in the archives, that's including all the HD net episodes and some full DVDs, etc. So check it out. And when they have their sales, you get an additional fifteen percent off. So that's pretty much everything. Thanks for coming out tonight. And uh, well, great. Well, not only that, but they're about to add a ton more of. Uh, 
the video content to the ringside membership uh, they they basically uh, tweeted a picture of all the stuff they're adding and it stacks in stacks in stacks of DVDs so in fact I'm gonna copy that and send that to the uh, chat there we go oh cool because I didn't see it yeah ton of stuff they're going to be adding soon so if you don't think it's whoa, right now whoa <laughs> exactly the thing is they don't have a take away look they showed out the sun one and two exactly hold the fuck up what's this hold up is that a, am I looking at that right let's say the best of AJ Styles oh, let me see here yes it does right above Salvation right in the middle stack this is the best of AJ Styles volume two yep volume two. Oh my gosh Oh my gosh, I just got hard. That's Christmas <laughs> Day is up there. Oh, but look at all that shit. What are they adding? Uh, they just said in the coming weeks. Hold up, they got the Samoa Joe vs. CM Punk, that DVD. Yeah. See it? Looks like they're adding a ton of shit on here. For uh, Okay, the Chris Zero DVD, the Roger Strong, the Best of the Messiah. They add the compilations on there. Look at that. Yep, Survival of the Fittest. Uh... Oh, Lexi. It ain't going nowhere, buddy. <laughs> oh, hell no. There's Roddy Strong's uh, compilation DVD. Yeah, man. Lots of stuff. It doesn't really make sense to buy much of anything. They starting to put the recent stuff on there like that. Well, it's just uh, it's just the way of the future. DVDs are more of a, you know, uh, what do you call it? It's That's just... true. I mean, because you got to consider, like, you want to get the, the, the whole, uh, like, back in the day when you had Go Fight, you didn't have to get a DVD per se, really, because you owned it for life. But now you only own it for a year, so after years up, this stuff is gone. Yeah, so that's all the the good stuff they'll be uh, adding to that. So if you're ever wondering, that's just a small piece of what they already have. Now let me ask you one more question. One more question I got for you. Since they had to show down the sun one and two, do you think that once those years are up on those DVD on those uh, pay per views, they'll start adding them in? Yeah, that, that seems like what they do. It's like, okay, the year's over. Let's add all the the events from the past year. You know, because people have had a chance to buy them now. Usually, unless they go on sale, they aren't going to buy them. So, they've already bought People who buy them are already going to Look at all that shit. And you can't even see the other stack. The right. other two stacks, it looks like. <laughs> right, exactly. So, we uh, maybe we'll, we'll do some short reviews of some stuff or I don't know. We'll we'll definitely be watching more and more stuff on there. So, uh, oh, so we've got three shows left here on TWRnetwork.com. Make sure you tune into every one of them. We're going to be having fun, just like we did tonight. Um, but after we're done with TWRnetwork.com, we're going to be on our own, independent. So the way you got to track us down is on Facebook. By uh, searching the Ringside Report, um, ask to join our group. I will add you, and you can be in that. Also, follow us on Twitter. That's right, we got a Twitter now at Ringside Podcast. Follow us there, and uh, you'll get all the news of when we're going live and all that. Because the schedule is going to be infrequent from now on. So I don't know when we're going to be on after we leave TWRnetwork.com. It's probably going to be every three weeks or so. Uh, just depending on what we have to talk about. Um, let's see. Trying to think of anything else. Uh, gosh, 
think that's all I wanted to to say tonight. But uh, make sure you uh, make sure you join us. And also, oh, that's what I wanted to say. iTunes. We are switching iTunes feeds. It's very important if you want to continue to get this show straight to your iTunes. Make sure you switch the feeds. Uh, the the other feed is called the Ringside Report Wrestling Podcast, just the same as the one we have now. It has our old logo on it, though. So go switch to that one. Um, and if you uh, need to contact us directly, you can at ringsidereporttwr at gmail.com. Oh, I think that's about it for us today. So make sure you listen to all the shows on twrnetwork.com. Check out the articles and news, as well as join the forums and start uh, chatting away on there. Until next time, for Lee, I am Lex, saying goodnight, folks. Papers. <laughs>